happen. I'm going to post it just in time for the show. Oh, my computer wasn't. <laughs> okay, we did it. All right, that the Kickstarter link is the pin message in the chat. That's all I wanted to do. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Positivity Report. It's a Monday. Uh, we're very excited to be here. Obviously, I'm very excited to be here. Um, I, uh, I want to just say thank you to everybody that has uh, supported the Kickstarter thus far. We currently, right now, have 162 backers. You can throw up that hot, hot. There you go. 162 backers, $8 away from 12000 uh, which I would love to get to 15000 before Friday because then Friday the goal is to maybe get to twenty k. Uh, there was a lot of people, I got to give a shout out to our buddy Jake Baldino, who, uh, promoted the Kickstarter on Game Ranks this weekend. A, a person in the chat said, Hey, go over and check out this, um, this podcast to be featured on. We do have a prototype of Kickstarter coming in very, very soon. It should be here within like the next 10 days, uh, for me to go and try and play on some podcasts. Uh, I'm, I just like the Emmys. I'm I'm working some back channels to get our Kickstarter promoted on certain things, okay? Um, and uh, working hard. We are making this happen for you guys, but also you guys are helping us make this happen, so thank you so much. Um, the, the support has been amazing, and uh, you're going to see us on a lot of different shows going forward. Uh, I've been talking to uh, anyone and everyone that will allow me to be on their program, and um, I hope that... You enjoy my face other places. Uh, and my voice. And Ken as well. Like, we're going to be on this happy hour show with Molly Damon on Saturday. And Jill, the amazing Jill. Um, I don't, Jill's last name I always forget, but she's amazing. Uh, and her fiance now, I think, or maybe boyfriend, Sean. You guys know him from the Schmodown. Uh, I met him at a Schmodown Awards a couple of years ago at the Comedy Store. And Andrew Guy kept winning all these awards. So I had a nominate for award and I just took his pie slice and I threw it in the crowd. And Sean got it and I signed it and we've become friends ever since. Um, we're going to be on their happy hour show. The Damons are going to be here Friday on Josh Brady, Battle of House Damon, Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Don't go to the loo when you're watching Part 2. Busy week here at the Good People Association. A positive report every day as per usual. Uh, we have no main show Wednesday, Rise Cantina tomorrow, Afternoons is back, back-to-back Thursday. We also have the Pittsburgh Sports and that podcast. The bum and I are livid after yesterday's loss, Ikaika. Okay? And I, you know what? I don't give the Hawaiian hunk enough credit. I don't. I don't give him enough credit. He works on the ones and twos. He does a hell of a job. He's a great human being. Sweetheart of a guy. Okay? You don't call him the Prince of the Islands for nothing. You don't call him the hunk for nothing. You don't call him a low hot Friday for nothing. Because you know what, Ikaika? A, a bigger a-hole or just a doucheroo would have texted me after that Raiders game yesterday who was a Raiders fan and be like, nah, 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 good game. Yeah. Okay? But you didn't. Not I, better than that. I appreciate you. If we've taught you anything on this show over the last seven months or so, I think, Eight months. Now, this is episode 170, correct? You think it's that? Mm. Is that what it says? Uh, episode yep. 170, yes. Is that to be, be better people, be good people, find the good. So, let's just say, for instance, okay, that, uh, yeah, oh, and I'm on Jigaman Porto's show tomorrow night. What the shh? He's in the chat right now. He's a legend, okay? Guy's amazing. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Casey says, ha, 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 doucheroo. Yes. Um, that 
Listen, fandom is fun. It's supposed to be fun. Cheer for your team. Don't be the person. Don't ever be the person that makes fun or makes people feel unwelcome at away games. Because guess what? I did it. I'd done that before. And I, I and I and I'm apologizing to a couple Michigan fans that came to Penn State in 2005. I'm apologizing to them because that was rude of me. Wherever you are, okay, I apologize. Okay? Because that was rude. I have since learned from my ways. Okay? Be better. Let's just say, for instance, yesterday, Ikaiko would have texted me, man, I would have been upset. I would have. Because guess what? I take my fandom pretty serious. I, you got to give me a little bit of... I was so excited yesterday for the game. Home opener, the Raiders. Knowing full well, and if you listen to the Pittsburgh Sports Nat podcast, both myself and the bum agreed, we never beat the Raiders. We don't. And I know I host a show called The Positivity Report, but when it comes to sports fandom, my hashtag, stay negative. Just stay negative, and we'll talk more about it when we release this Pittsburgh Sports Nat podcast tomorrow. Okay. You can't get shy with the Prince Deon's Low Hot Friday. I only feel like you can talk poop to people yep. when you really know them. Not like I don't really know you, but like you have that like friendship where it's like you already kind of go back and forth. And like yes. it's in a fun way, though, but it's not in a hurtful way. Correct. Because once you get into the hurtful way, then it's not fun anymore. Yeah, agreed. But also, don't kick a man while he's down. Okay. I was down. We had chances. I, I, I got my hopes up. And my stay negative mantra, I had gotten my hopes up. I thought, you know, it's second half. They're going to come around, whatever. TJ Watt goes down in the first half. He's our best defensive player. Our defense was not the same. Every, apparently, and again, you know what? I'm going to save this for the sports and that, but I'll just leave it at this. Uh, Jennifer Casey says, don't be a doucheroo. Everybody should feel, everyone should feel welcome. Agreed. Okay. Tomorrow, you guys, the Pittsburgh Sports and that podcast is on the Good People Association podcast feed. Uh, I would do it today, but uh, the bum apparently got a job, Ikaika, and he's got to work only on Mondays. He's a parking lot attendant outside of a, um, a cracker barrel. So is he no longer a bum? No, no, he's still a bum. Oh. But, uh, and so we, we're doing it tomorrow. Uh, Pelon says, Packers Day, and us Packers fans are down, LOL. Listen, you could you got a comeback game. It's a long season. I understand that. A lot of teams are one and one. A lot of teams are two and zero. Oh, a lot of teams are zero oh and two. Okay. And I was thinking yesterday. You know what? Again, I'm going to save this for the Pittsburgh Sports Net podcast because we will get into it. Okay. It's great to see everybody. If you'd like to support the show, you can Streamlabs Super Chat, Streamlabs.com/slash/GoodPeopleGPA Super Chat here in the thing. But we would love to pull all of our support over to the Kickstarter, which is pinned in the chat. Eight more bucks. Gets us to 12K. If you were going to throw us some money today in the Super Chat, just go over the Kickstarter and just put another support pledge in there. Eight bucks, we'll get to 12K. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Hit the scan. Oh, and I made business cards that you may see all over the Southern California area. Ikaika, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. If you are a Bucket Club member, I'm going to put it in the uh, Discord. If you are not, uh, I will just tweet it. Uh, You can just take the Futility logo. You can screenshot it, whatever you want to do. I'll tweet the pictures, and you can take that QR code if you want to make business cards of your own. If not, I don't know, five hundred or thirty bucks on on uh, what's the website? Uh, not custom ink, but the other one, Vistaprint. Mm. And 
super cheap. And I'm just going to put them all over Southern California. Can give it to you guys, whatever the case may be. Because there is a place I'm definitely going to put them. And I'm definitely bringing the owner, proprietor, head pizza maker on this show. We talked about it. His name is Benjamin Osher or Osher. I'm not sure. I didn't ask him. But knowing full well in Pittsburgh, it's probably Osher. He's got to say our O's a little Osher-y. Gorilla Pies right here in Burbank, California. Blew my effing mind, Ikaika. And I had a cheat 24 hours. I had a cheat. I saw there was three pizzas. Yeah, for two people. And then Amanda. So three. And Amanda only had... Last night, so we went over to my buddy's place yesterday, watched the early games, and hung out, watched the afternoon games, had a few cocktails. And by the end there, like, I I can't drink on Sundays anymore because I've got... I want to get my week started off right. If I'm going to choose a day to drink, it's usually going to be Fridays. But even now... Because we got a big weigh-in a week from Wednesday, and I'm going, as I told him, man, I'm going hard. I'm going hard for the next 10 days. I'm probably going to do two a days, okay? You're, you're probably going to beat me because I'm going to Disneyland two days before the weigh-in. Ooh, so. ooh turkey legs and churros. Um, beignets. Beignets. Ooh, they have beignets there? Yep, they have pumpkin beignets now because it's wow. Halloween. They're really good. Okay. Um. <laughs> Big Lou's workshop says it's best. Inject positivity in life and the only way to get through the day. Stay negative when ex- setting expectations in sports is the only way to stay sane. Correct, Big Lou. Put it on a pillow. Um, so I made my homemade sauce, which isn't very high in calories, I don't think. I mean, it's just tomatoes. I don't know. It's tomato sauce and meat. And then you eat pasta with it, Parmesan cheese. So I had a little bit of that. But then <laughs> what happened was, okay, so back to Gorilla Pies real quick. So... I got a couple stickers. I'm going to get a couple more. I'm going to put the business cards at Gorilla Pies. I'm going to talk to Ben about it. He's an he, awesome guy. An incredible story. I'm going to get him on the show, I think, next week on Monday. I got to work it out. But he has days off for Monday, Tuesday. Tomorrow we have Natasha on Wednesday. I still need to find a... No, Grace is here. It's Thursday that I don't have a guest. Sinead's not here this week. Anyway. Behind the scenes stuff he doesn't even know. Uh, so we get three pizzas. Mark comes with me. We also got meatballs and an arugula salad. Okay. Now, Ikaika, the first place I'm taking you besides Costco to Chicken Bakes when the weight loss challenge is over is I'm taking you to Gorilla Pies, okay? Okay. Because it is, it's the best pizza I've had in Los Angeles. And I'm not saying that because it's Pittsburgh-based. It's not Pittsburgh. It's the guys from Pittsburgh. And he said Pittsburgh-style pizza, and he'll tell you when he's on his thing, Pittsburgh-style pizza is your classics that you learned growing up because Pittsburgh has a very, very rich Italian history. And throwing the kitchen sink at it, which is a very Pittsburgh thing. It's like, oh, my God, what Ian Scott left in the fridge? Throw it all together in a casserole and have it for dinner and that. That's what we had all weekend long, okay? They got a Reuben pie. We got the buffalo chicken pie. I put it on my Instagram and on Twitter, okay, Ikaika? Mm-hmm. No, I love a buffalo chicken pizza. And before this, my favorite buffalo chicken pizza was Square Pie Guys in San Francisco, California. Uh, the kind of, kind of funny guys introduced me to it. Blew my mind. Because their they're square pie guys is Detroit style. It's a little bit thicker. Gorilla pies is a thin crust. It's it's midway between... It's a large pizza, but it's really, really good. They're plain pizza. They're just classic plain. And they're classic pepperoni, which instead of pepperoni has super soda. So, we have pasta. And I was being good. Like, I only ate one bowl of pasta and had a little bit of sauce. as like an extra whatever. We get home... I hit some golf balls in the backyard, and they're going to move the net and whatever, and come back inside, and Amanda's with Rosie, and I know there's a full pizza in the fridge still. There's like half plain, half pepperoni. I was like, well, I got to start the week off right on Monday. So I just ate like half of the rest of that pizza last night. 
before I went to bed. <laughs> so must have been good. It was. It's amazing, and I te- I will tell you what, because there's a lot of like specialty pizza like that, really high end quality pizza that doesn't hold up well over after 24 hours. Mm. Throw it in the oven. Don't microwave it. Never micro. Here's the thing you learn here in the positivity report. Unless you are in a major hurry, never microwave your pizza. Put it in the oven. Let it put it on broil or whatever. However you want to heat the pizza, you put it on 350 and bake it. Whatever. Get that natural crust, little crisp back. Never ever microwave it. I always just eat it cold if I'm gonna reheat it. I mean, cold pizza is good. But air fryer is pretty good too. Is it? Yeah. Start in there for like a minute and a half. Oh, I've done it with this before. This yeah. air fryer. Oh, it, like Trey T says the Gorilla Pies logo reminded me of Josh. Lol. Yeah, I mean, I kind of look gorilla. We all descend from them. This is an evolution. Um, <laughs> I don't think we descend from them. Ascend? I don't know. We're part of an ape thing. I don't know. I'm not. Listen, I'm not getting into an evolutionary discussion. I've talked to scientists about it. Is what it is. Uh. But Big Lou says, Suprasata is proof that God exists and wants us to be happy. Yeah, Suprasata is incredible. But so, I did have like a cheat. I was 24 hours, closer to like 28 hours, okay? So, from about 4.30 on Saturday till about 8.30 last night, I I did it. I I had had a half a donut yesterday. I had seven Oreos yesterday. Seven? Halloween Oreos. Oh, do they taste different? They don't taste different, but there's a little bit more cream. It's between regular size and double stuffed, so it's the perfect amount. Okay. Because I feel like double stuffed has evolved and just become obnoxious now. Oh, man. And they're orange, and they have little etchings on them. Did you hear about the Pokemon Oreos? No. So they have- Yellow like Pikachu? Uh, I think they're white, but Ooh. they have Pokemon on them. There's one, it's a rare Pokemon, one in 1,000. Okay. Someone put, they got it, they put it on eBay, and someone bid $1,000 for it. <laughs> so now everyone on TikTok are buying uh, Pokemon Oreos. Oh, my God. Uh, Trey T says, leftover pizza and a toaster oven are magical. Trey, you are effing right about that. You are chef's kiss. The toaster oven may be the most underrated appliance in kitchen history. You heard it here first in the positivity report. I'm going to throw it out there. It's the most underrated kitchen. If you are a toaster oven family, you know. See, my family wasn't a toaster oven family. My best bud in high school, all grown up still to this day, one of the best buds in the world, Colin Redmond, his family was a toaster oven family. And I tried to beg my mom to get a toaster oven. She says, well, this is why we got an oven. We don't need another appliance taking up shelf space or counter space. And that's a Deb McCougan move. Guess what? We don't have a toaster oven either because Amanda's not a big fan. So here we are. They make really good bagel bites. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, the dangerous one is the is literally physically and whatever is is the hot is uh pizza rolls. Thank you. Cause oh. you gotta put them in the oven, let them cook. It, there's no there's no middle ground. We as a people have figured out a lot of things. Okay. I think we talked about this when we talked about chicken bakes. The chicken bake at Costco is done perfectly, okay? It's not like the hot pocket where you the hot pocket, the pocketed foods in the world right now, there is no middle ground. You either have to eat them hot and burn your mouth forever and eat hot lava, or you have to let them honestly get cold. Like, even warm hot pocket, there's still lava in the center. Or it's ice in the center. Yeah, correct. It's a hard, we're, we're living in a world where the, the, the Totino's Pizza Roll Company and the Hot Pocket Company have some explaining to do as far as innovation. Would you say that Totino pizza roll is one of the best uh, Sunday snacks? Oh, it's the best. 
I think after the weight loss challenge, we should watch a game together that's not one of our teams mm -hmm. and see how many we can eat in one game. Whew. That's a pretty good challenge. Right Easily now. do 50 each. Like, no doubt. Like, We're going to have to get like three Costco yeah. bags. Oh, I know. You ever, you ever take, so I make a really good buffalo chicken dip uh -huh. uh, that I only use, maybe do once or twice a year. Because it's so bad for you. I mean, it's just cheese and chicken and buffalo sauce. It's like cheddar cheese, blue cheese, and cream cheese all in a dip. And I take the two Tito's pizza rolls and dip them in there. <laughs> the, the, that or the queso dip they have at Costco, like oh. in the, the nacho cheese dip. We yeah. got taquitos and just dipped the whole taquito. Oh, it's so good. I just think about food all the time. I'm like trying to be better. I'm, you know, I'm trying to like make this a life change because clothes are starting to fit better. I feel a little bit better about myself. I'm like, you know, I got a little more energy. I got a little baby now. My back's not hurting as much. My knee's not hurting as much. But also, I want to eat 150 Totino's pizza rolls. Yes. I had to order a belt <laughs> for my shorts. Oh, that's a good move right there. I feel like new I'm belt, a new belt, new man. I feel like I'm a 50 year old dad now. Shorts with a belt. I always wear belts with everything. That's, how, that's what men do. You're supposed to wear belts. Anybody tells me any different, you're Jerry Seinfeld at the beginning of Seinfeld. You got to wear belts with jeans. That's a rule. And you got to, anything that has a belt loop, there's a reason it's there. You wear the belt. You just wear the belt. It's a, it's a, it's a fashion piece. Get some cool belts, whatever, you, however you want to wear your belt. Match it to your outfit, whatever. But belts are, you, they are a necessity. If you do not wear a belt with your pants, you are, you, we got to talk. Belts the, matter. The thing is, all my shorts that Hashtag I wear are hybrid matter. shorts because I'm ready to jump in the ocean at any time or water. Mm, that's genius. So who wears belts in the water? Come on. Guys, we're $8 to $12,000. Somebody's throwing $8 in the Dorit. Kickstarter. Sorry, I yelled. Just do it. You know what I was going to ask? What's that? Can we pay like a landscaping service to mow this into a lawn? <laughs> you or, know like, how hard that would be? Like a crop circle so like a plane. People oh, can man. That is genius. I mean, this is impossible. I don't even know how these things work. I will say it does look like a fun maze, though. You got, you can try and get through there. All right, but Pelon says belts and high white socks. No, belts, belts have been around for ages. They, they exist for. A re I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna call Ghostbusters. No, well, yeah, that. She doesn't like the fact that I wear gold, that I wear. Uh, and we are gonna get to the Emmys because I'm pretty passionate about. Guess what? The Emmys. What's up? Boom. Thank you. Let's let's call out who just did it. Let's go to Backers. Backer report. See who just threw in that last one. Uh, Absby. Thank you, Absby. Amazing. Right? Yeah, that would be Absby. Number 163. Absby. That's I like that. Absby. Come in and hot. Bum, 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 bum. Um, uh, Carnet Egan says belts matter, but as a kid, you never wanted to get the belt from your parents. Yeah, that's dark. <laughs> I never got that. Yeah, my dad, my dad got the belt because he grew up in the fifties and sixties. I think parents, I think we've gotten away from the belt. I mean, you can spank your kid, I guess. I'm listen. I'm not condoning violence, whatever. Like, I think spanking sometimes is like a last ditch effort. I mean, my I got spanked. I still love my mom and dad. I think it beat by a belt. That much. I'm telling you, the thing my mom did was it didn't leave marks. It didn't hurt. I mean, it hurt, but it didn't like really, really hurt. But it, you. you get a wooden spoon, <laughs> you go like this, and then they go on just your fingertips. So it's like, ah, but it's not like you're like, 
<laughs> Jennifer Casey says suspenders are a bad sign. Yeah, let's talk. Let's. Yeah, suspenders is tough luck. All right, and we're gonna call Amanda. Real Unless quick. you're the teacher from uh, Sex Education. Yeah. Hello. Amanda Makuga, welcome to the Positivity Report. My beautiful wife, amazing mom, <laughs> everything in between. Uh, we I some- was nervous that this call was going to be on air. Oh, it's on air, baby. Uh, Amanda <laughs> has been uh, glued to her phone and social media about the disappearance of, uh, what is this young lady's name again? Babe? That Gabby dis- Petito. Gabby Petito. I think that's how you say it. And the, the the botching of the police and everything that's going on. This is the beautiful part of social media is that we are tracking this murderer down one social media post. Well, I don't want to say the botching of the police because I don't know all the ins and outs. That's true. Okay, I won't say that. If I were an investigator or even a local police officer in Florida, I certainly would be wanting to make different choices but um again i don't know what they've already been doing um but it sounds like they're searching i would i'm assuming most people listening right now uh, and watching know what i'm talking about and if you don't just look up the case um and i will also say that i do know um that part of the reason that this case is getting so much national attention is because she's a pretty white girl um because there are missing girls of all colors, um, you know, women going missing every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm also, I am very aware that this is why this case is getting so much attention and she's like a cute white girl. But being that I'm an investigator myself, <laughs> I have totally gotten sucked into it. Yeah. And it's really sad. Basically, what we're, like, go ahead. well, this is not the reason I called, however. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I appreciate your passion, and, you know, listen, there are a lot of missing people out there, and let's use social media for good and track down a lot of these missing people, okay? Yes, no matter the color, it, whatever. Swear, it's like social media is solving the case. It's kind of wild Boom. and actually really cool. The police should get get us common citizen involved. Totally. Because we... Every time you listen to a podcast, the cops are like, ah, we got nothing, and podcast solves it. At least, like, yes. a lot of the ones I listen to. Anyway. Yes, it's very crazy and sad. Okay. But Just, I wanted to ask you a quick question. We somehow got onto the conversation of belts because Ikaika has to, had to get a new. What does this have to do with a missing girl? It doesn't. I was just talking, we were talking about the case. I'm just, listen, Ikaika has lost oh, enough weight geez, where he needed we're to going order. Off on tangents again. Well, that's what this show is. Um, the Ikaika had to get a new belt because of the weight loss challenge. He's lost enough weight. He needs a new belt for his shorts. And wow. I know. Way Good to go. For the hunk is looking hunkier every single day. Uh, I told uh, the hunk about our like cheat twenty eight hours of the amount of pizza that I consume. But um, so the hunk said, "Oh, I don't wear a belt with it." And I just said, "If there is belt loops, you must wear a belt." And I know that you are passionate about me always wearing a belt. Well, I wouldn't say I'm passionate about you always wearing a belt. I think it's weird that you always wear a belt, but. I also understand that as a man, maybe it feels pants feel different to you because I don't wear a belt every day because I buy jeans that fit my body so they don't fall down. So the purpose of the belt for me is useless. But you seem to think that your pants will fall off if you don't wear the belt, which they won't because your pants are tight and they fit you. Not tight. I, I just mean, you know, they fit you. Babe, the belt is there for function and style. You always have to have a belt. A beltless pant or a beltless short looks ridiculous. 
Just okay. saying it. I totally disagree. It, style? Okay. Kaika is agreeing with for, you. I think belts are there for function. If you need a belt because your pants are too big, then the belt serves a purpose because it's holding your pants up because otherwise they fall down. Some, I'm not some I degenerate 17-year-old Josh Makuga who needed need belts belt. because of his baggy pants, okay? I'm wearing the belt because it looks silly to have pants on without a belt. All right, I'm letting you go. I love you so much. Okay, you know what looks silly? A graphic T-shirt with jeans and a belt with flip-flops. I, you I can't even flip-flops see the belt. Those also look stupid. I don't tuck in my T-shirts to my jeans with a belt. I don't. No, but you're still wearing it. And it's just the fact that a belt to me is either formal or function. Like, you're wearing a belt with a suit. That looks ridiculous if you don't have a belt on if you're wearing a suit. Yeah. I think belts are necessary. Yes. Now, I can give you a thumbs formal. up on that one. It's all, it all comes down to the Fs. Formal function. Either you wear it because it holds your pants up or you wear it because it's formal. Not with a T-shirt that says Pittsburgh and flip-flops. Well, I'll tell you another F. I'm effing done with this conversation. <laughs> okay? I love you. Goodbye. Love you. Goodbye. It's unbelievable. You know? All right. Uh, I, I missed this super chat. Anka, I apologize. I missed the super chat early on. I wasn't on the page. You put it in so early in the show. I, ver- I very much apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, Anka Van Doren with an amazing super chat. Just want to do a shout out to Julie.as.bebs. It was her birthday yesterday. She might see this later, but she will hear this. Julie! Happy birthday! Birthday for this. Um, Julie S.D. Benz is always, uh, uh, sorry, Julie A.S. Bebs is always uh, doing some Jeopardy, talking to me on Instagram about Jeopardy, and I appreciate you. Hashtag Josh McGoogle for Jeopardy. Uh, she she said you should do, I should, we should do a, a QR code for Josh and like a petition for people to sign. I'll be honest with you. I, I stand by my words of I think that the change.org petitions should be for things that are very, very important, like trying to change the world. I just want to be the host of my favorite game show and the greatest game show of all time. That's all I want. If I was, if I want to do a QR code for a change.org petition for healthcare or for gun violence or for the environment and climate change and my idea to pipeline fresh water from flood prone areas, then I would try a change.org petition that way. I don't need a change.org for Josh McCougar for Jeopardy. I know that's how LeVar Burton. I know how this, this like, who is Matt Pat guy saw that. I don't want to use that platform for that. I think that's wrong. Somebody used it one time to try and get me fired from TV talk because I didn't like Supergirl. Okay? Not, I'm not going to be part of that. I'm not going to be part of that. Uh, Paylon says, up my pledge. Good luck on getting 100% funded. Paylon, you legend. Thank you. Boom. 12,100. Let's oh, make it happen. This is solid zero. Oh, man. We haven't had that in a second. My OCD is just fantastic. Now something's going to put in a one. <sighs> Yesterday, I was rearranging my buddy's fridge. That's how bad it's getting. <laughs> It was just a little messy. I needed to like put the things in the thing. I, you should see my, I went and did a huge Costco run and I have about, uh, I don't know, 40 yogurts in the fridge and they're all perfectly stacked. And Amanda like moved one the other day and I saw it move. But I got a problem. Uh, thank you all uh, again for being here on a Monday. I appreciate all of you. Um, and I appreciate everybody upping their pledge for um, Kickstarter. Uh, for Futility, the Actual Game of Living. We do have a huge stream of Palooza on Friday, starting to book guests. We've got ideas. Uh, we're going to do all kinds of fun stuff. Hopefully play the Futility, the Actual Game of Living midway through it. Um, 
maybe even get eight people in here to do some silliness with futility, maybe turn it into a drinking game, yada, yada, yada. I will not be drinking. I might have, like, one little drink, but I, I, the weight loss challenge, I'm going hard. Plus, the Ryder Cup is this weekend. It's my it's my favorite sporting event outside the Olympics and Steeler football all year. Um, so, I, w- I will say, speaking of competitions, um, last night was the Emmys. Now, as if you guys have been following me since, like, Collider Days, you know that I, I love television. I watch a lot of it. Uh, and... I, I mean, I used to host TV talk on Collider, so that was, you know, my role at the company. And um, since a little kid, I've always really loved TV. And I know that I should have been reading, and I know that reading is very important, and I'm going to make Rosie read, and she's probably be like, but Dad, you always watch TV. And I'll be like, yeah, but I'm your dad, so I make the rules. Until you're 18, I make the rules. And we'll watch stuff together. I mean, I think it's important that you know about pop culture and watching things, but also reading is very important. I want her... Anyway, that's yada, yada, yada. So the Emmys was last night. And I don't know where they did it, but I got to be honest with you. I think I like the smaller Emmys show. I like that middle stage. I like that the only people in the room are the people nominated for the awards or people that are part of the show. I know they did it for COVID, and I know they're probably jonesing to get people back in there, but I don't think you need it. And I know the Oscars, you want the big stage and you want the big crowd and all that kind of stuff, and... You don't want people in masks, and I think the reason that they put all those people in that room together was that they were all tested, and they were all vaccinated, and whoever needed to do it. But I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was really good. And I and I will say this. Cedric the Entertainer's outfit changes were incredible. I, his his tux at the end, dream tux. It was orange. Like, it was like a nice burnt orange, though. It was like a sick tux. Who, who was your favorite suit that someone wore? Oh, Sudeikis is 100%. Or Seth Rogen. One of the two. I was going to say Sudeikis, but then I really like Brandon Hunt's. It, with the top hat? Yes. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> and he's exactly what you would anticipate Coach Beard to wear to the Emmys. Right? Because they did a Coach Beard bottle episode on the most recent Ted Lasso, and it's fantastic. Brandon Hunt was awesome. The best speech was by far Roy Kent's or Hannah Waddington. Two, both of them were incredible. Hannah Waddington... For, for those that don't know, Hannah Waddington is the evil nun in friggin' Game of Thrones. She's the evil shame nun. And she is magical in Ted Lasso. And I'm so glad that she won. Uh, Ikaika Shively asked me earlier, do you th- why didn't they put her in lead actress category? Uh, I think it's because the only lead actor in the show is Jason Sudeikis. Everybody else is around him as a supporting actor. But also, a lot of times they submit for supporting actress because they think she has a better chance of winning that than lead actress. Uh, because Keeley, uh, Juno Temple, who plays Keeley, was also nominated in that category and did not win because Hannah Waddington won. And Ikaika was like, do you think that if they had been in different categories, they both would have won? I don't know, maybe. Um... Because, but also, like, look at your, I'm going to look at outstanding actress, lead actress in a comedy series. I don't think anybody was going to beat Gene Smart in Hacks. Gene Smart was absolute fire in Hacks. And if you've never watched Hacks, watch it. That show is so good. It's fantastic. Um, It's so well done. Gene Smart is a tour de force. There's an episode, and I don't know if the episode where they go to the haha here in in North Hollywood is the episode that won for writing or directing. 
uh, or was nominated for editing directing. I'm not exactly sure. Our buddy Jake Baldino in the chat handing Waddington to choke slam <laughs> through a table WWE style. Uh, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> Jake, you legend. Um, it, the, the award show itself, which, you know, you've, you know, getting the directors and the writers on stage for, to win, you, their recognition is very important. And I know that, again, recognition in all of these things is very important. And I think, uh, <laughs> Jake, I want Hannah Waddington to choke slam me through a table at WWE style. Good correction there, Jake. Well done. Proud of you, buddy. Um, the, the, the award show is just too long. Okay. Now my idea, and I tweeted about it yesterday and this is, it's too, it's just, you need, you got, you need to have a ticking clock on the screen. Okay. And people that don't think they're going to win, like it's just a thing to be nominated, you got to come prepared with fire. You are a performer. You are a writer. You're a director. You're a producer. You make high-quality, amazing television. The best of the best, if that's how we want to look at it. I mean, it seems like the only people nominated were Handmaid's Tale, Crown, and Ted Lasso. Because, But uh, you, you have to... You got to come with straight fire for your speech. I want laughs. I know you have to recognize and thank the people, but you you got to put the ticking clock up there. Give them forty five seconds to straight murder the place. And maybe not the greatest use of a word there. I want stand up comedy gold. I want you hiring writers for your speech, and then at the end of the night, I want a live sports betting app. Of the people who think the guy had the best speech, okay, I want a poll, and I want that person to also win an Emmy for best speech of the night. Because then you're going to keep people glued to the screen. This is why they ha- this is why they don't pay me the big bucks, Yadi Kaika. Because if I was the mm. producer of the Emmys or the director of the Emmys or somebody putting the Emmys together, I mean, anything's better. I don't know if anybody wrote Cedric the Entertainer any kind of material. That him in that boat and the shark... Gets the Super Bowl trophy? Was that... Was that... I don't... I didn't see that. It was... Anyway. You you need to... There's got to be some sort of competition based in the Emmys. It's already an award show. You're already competing. Show us the votes. That's what I want to see. Show us who came in second, third, and fourth in the votes. They show it for the Hall of Fame, don't they, Kaika? They show it for the Heisman Trophy, the biggest award in college sports. Show us the voting in every in every award show. Now I know that's like uh, you're putting down like the last place person, but at least they know, okay, that they weren't in second place, and maybe the person in second place is like, oh, so close. We should be able to see the votes. Why don't we see the votes? I want to talk to somebody about that voting situation. Also, in all of these, who is watching this show, Ikaika? Who's watching the Emmys? The majority of people watching the Emmys. Who's the majority of people watching the Emmys? Um, old people? No, no, no. The fans of the programs. Okay. The fans of the programs? Fans of the shows. Of Ted Lasso and, you know. I mean, a, major- a lot of people that work on them, but that's a very small percentage. A, the people that watch the Emmys... Are there because they watch they watch these shows, okay? 
Now, we don't know who's directing any of these things, and I think you could, and I know this is wrong, but digitally do the show. If you're a passionate Emmy person, do the show digitally for the directors and writers and whatever. You get a tight 90-minute show. Actors, actresses, that's it. You got, you got all, you've got all of them, and then you do, like, best series, right? Best movie, all that kind of stuff. That's all, because we don't know a lot of those people. And if you are a producer looking for ratings of the Emmys and trying to shift it up, because last night's show was like three and a half hours long. I've been saying forever, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette can't be two hours. It's the same date. Oh, today was fun. Yesterday, you know how fun that was? Oh, that was so fun. We had so much fun. Like, today was magical. I know. Tell me about your family. Oh. And that's the same date over and over again. And then you get the drama. And then once you get to the end, you see the same date a billion times. And then them sitting in a candlelight where they put a table in the middle of nowhere where no restaurant would ever put a table because they can't do it. They don't eat. They don't drink. They just talk about it. They look into each other's eyes. And that's six weeks of shows. Regardless. Okay? You got to get with the Prince of the Islands, Aloha Friday. So I got in like an hour and a half late, but I mm-hmm. still watched majority of it. Yes. Which is crazy. Yes, Exactly. My least favorite speech moment was the last speech. The With, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Because he was like, he looks at Anya and he's like, you brought the sexy back to chess. And I love how we empowered women. And it's like, how do you go from one, like, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb. Dumb. Who's approving the speeches? Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. You need to hire writers for your speeches or write it and then maybe run it by some people that work in entertainment. Or watch these things and want to see the speeches. You get a 45-second second clock. You start voting on the speeches. Okay? You get, like, five minutes at the end of the show, and they're voting on the speeches. And that person is presented with Best Speech Emmy. Okay? Also, the people watching the Emmys, a majority of the people watching the Emmys are fans of the programs, of fans of the shows. Why do they not get a vote? If MTV can do the people's choice and we can do these live voting on everything, we should be gambling on the Emmys because I know they were trying to do that. Uh, those sports awards are based on uh, Big Lou with the Super Chat uh, on numbers. Emmy Oscars are entirely subjective. Might be why we don't see the rank scores. I know it's completely subjective, but so is Hall of Fame voting. And so is, you're telling me that the Heisman isn't subjective? It's 100% subjective because the person with the best stats doesn't always win the Heisman. It doesn't always win the SB. It doesn't always go to the Hall of Fame, okay? Because guess what? If it was about stats, and I don't care what you say about steroids, it was the era, everybody was doing them. Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Jose Canseco would all be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe not Jose, still. Not all Barry the, Bonds. Barry Bonds would be in the Hall of Fame. If it was, if they didn't care about steroids, it was just about stats, Barry Bonds would be in the Hall of Fame. He's got the most home runs all time. You can look at it all you want. I can't stand Barry Bonds. He's a mean human being. He's not a good person. He was. He's mean. He's not well-liked. And that's also probably another reason. Because guess what? Derek Jeter didn't get one vote. If you're telling me that's not subjective, and I love you, Big Lou, I'm just, I'm just rebutting your thought. The Emmys, these awards, we need to see the results. We can't just see the winner. Okay, because it was The Crown or Ted Lasso. And I love Ted Lasso. I haven't watched a season of The Crown, which makes me think I need to see this season of The Crown. Okay? If you're telling me that the best four performances for supporting actors in a drama series were all from Hands Made Tale? All of them. I want to see the nomination process. There needs to, it needs to be open to the public for us 
to start caring about these award shows. The public's got to get a vote. There needs to be a fan online vote that counts as a percentage of who gets the Emmys. Okay? Because then, like, you may say, oh, it's a popularity contest. I get it. I get it. That's fine. Then make it 4% or make it one vote out of all of it or 10% or something because the rest of it is the Academy or the Emmy voting bodies or any of that kind of things. And it sure seems like that a lot of these things that are nominated was because they pulled strings. So maybe it should be a popularity contest because guess what? All of the nominations for WandaVision, they didn't win anything. But guess what? If there was a fan vote involved, you got to be honest that WandaVision would probably win something. Because those actors and actresses, just because it's a superhero show, doesn't make it any less good. WandaVision was awesome. Loki, awesome. What was the other one? Uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. Falcon, Winter Soldier? That was awesome. A lot of those people deserve to be nominated and win. A lot of these HBO shows. Yes, Kate Winslet put on a tour de force in Mayor of Easttown. And I guarantee you, a lot of it was because she talked in a Philly accent. Finally. If I have to watch one more clip of somebody just scream acting as the dramatic thing or crying in a cell in Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale looks like the most depressing show of all time. And I know a lot of people are like, this could be where our world goes. I don't want to think like that. I host a show called The Positivity Report. Let's be positive about it. What was your favorite moment? Like, mine was when the CEO of whatever came up and all you hear is, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's why you put those people in that room, you make it smaller, you don't make a stage, and you have them drink. Because guess what? It makes it more entertaining. Give them, give them alcohol. That's what the go- that's why the Golden Globes is hilarious. That's why the Golden Globes doesn't take the- if the Golden Globes took themselves seriously, you think they'd let Ricky Gervais host again? No effing way. But Ricky Gervais spits fire. CBS went the safest route they could, and they gave Cedric the Entertainer the hosting job, who is hilarious, by the way. But he can't do his normal. I mean, his normal routine is R-rated, and they wanted to promote their show, The Neighborhood, with him and the guy from New Girl. Smart, a smart on CBS's behalf, but let him go. Let the comedian do comedian stuff. Let him do it, right? If Ricky Gervais can do it on network TV, so can Cedric the Inner freaking Daner. Okay. Was Conan doing that stuff all night, like before I t- before he, that happened? Because like right before, I think it was or before that is when I tuned in. Yes. So was he doing stuff before that? Because I know he went on stage for like Stephen he Colbert. Had a ma- there was like a musical number at the beginning to Biz Marquis because Biz Marquis passed away. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. It, it it was fine. I don't want to insult because it's a very tough thing. I never want to in- insult a host and the writers of, of what they're doing. I'm What I'm getting at here about the Emmys, because if we look at the winners, we knew as soon as Ted Lasso started winning, went back-to-back up top, you knew it was going to be a Ted Lasso night. As soon as the crown went back-to-back, you knew it was going to be a crown night. I am so happy that Jean Smart won four hacks because she crushed it. Uh, you know, um, what's it called? You know, you have these outstanding guests in comedy series. Nobody really knows what that means. He's like, what is supporting a guest in those kind of things? It's, you know, guest whatever. You know, writers and people that did these kind of things. I, you knew the crown was going to win. Crown kept winning everything. Because there was a lot of very daring performances out there 
this year that either didn't get nominated. Like, look at The Mandalorian. You're telling me if the, you didn't get at least like 5% fan vote that The Mandalorian wouldn't maybe have a better chance of winning? And again, sh- look at look at Hands Made Tale. Outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. Gillian Anderson wins. Is it Gillian or Gillian? The girl from, uh, the woman from, uh, well, Sex Education, but she was also in The Scary Show. Uh, X-Files. Mm-hmm. Is it Gillian or Gillian? I think it's Gillian. Um, I don't know. Stop it. There is one, two, three, four people from The Handmaid's Tale, two people from The Crown, three, sorry, three people from The Crown, and only one person from Lovecraft Country nominated for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. You're telling me four people from The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's... Do you think they're going to start splitting it up and make it like streaming and cable? No, they'll never do that, I don't think. Maybe. I think... I think they wouldn't just because it would make the award it, it, even longer. It would, well, it would dilute it, too. Yeah. Because then you're just like, oh, it's streaming, now we're going to... I mean, that would be probably one of the ways to help network TV and actual cable TV get back on the map a little bit. Because there's a lot of very, very funny shows and very good dramatic shows that don't get much recognition. And I think that there's a lot that is... It might be paid. I don't... Listen, I don't I don't want to... I don't want to start some sort of conspiracy theory about this all. What I'm saying is... In order to entertain us, to keep us through it, we got to do something different. Kingsport Cal says, I don't care about any of these award shows. If a film TV show is good, I know it. I don't need some big wig to validate me by giving it a trophy. Kingsport Cal, I don't disagree with you. What I'm saying, and what I'm getting at here, because I think somebody said, well, if the fans vote, then Honey Boo Boo could win. That's no, 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 no. Okay? What, what I'm saying is, Get the people more involved. Get the people more involved. Because guess what? There's still a lot of people that do care about the awards. And you can tell when these people win these awards, actors, actresses, people that are working their whole life to get to an award, and they finally win, they are so excited. Let's embrace that excitement. Show it. Like, give us more of a competition. Let's make this thing the biggest spectacle ever. Because guess what? There's still people that watch wrestling all the time. You know what wrestling is? It's a giant spectacle. And I'm not saying turn the Emmys into wrestling. What I'm saying is let's go. Let's make these things way more exciting. Fireworks. Fireworks. Friggin' TLC matches. Let them go. Let them go insane. They they are, they are, you know, listen. You might think uh acting and at whatever is like, oh, they're celebrities and it's so easy and you know how hard it is to get to that level to actually have a modicum of success in entertainment? It's borderline impossible. It's so hard. I work hard and bust my butt every single day, and I have like, nah, as much. I love it. I love being here with you guys. Let them go nuts, but also make them realize that when they get up there, let's do this. Like, let's just say straight out, you get, you, you don't have to thank everybody. You don't have to thank everybody. And why was Hamilton nominated? Hamilton, they just put four cameras on a stage. I get it. Everybody loves Hamilton. Okay? I get it. Lin-Manuel Miranda is a genius. Okay? I, I 100% get it. You, can't, you cannot tell me that putting cameras on a stage play, that's what the Tony Awards are for. That is a stage play. If they gave me, Ikaika, a live-action Hamilton... With explosions and gunshots and they're rapping and it's... Uh, that is a stage play that they put cameras on. 
It is. It is. We're, you're fooling yourself. You think anything else? Inside should have won. Which one's inside? Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Inside is on a different level, and that is television, ladies and gentlemen. Bo Burnham's inside. That's TV. Hamilton is a stage play that they put cameras on. Take a shot the Hawaiian Hope. So here's an idea. I know you're having issues with like multiple people from the same show, at least for some shows, yeah. nominated. Mm-hmm. What if you only can have one, so you one. have a physical challenge <gasps> of three people like from The Crown. They have to do some physical challenge, and whoever wins that gets the nomination. No, because we don't want to get them hurt. But I think it's funny. It's hysterical. I know where you're going with that. No, 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 no. There needs to be a pre-vote for the Emmys, right? Emmy throws it out. Hey, you can only have one person from your show. Either you give us the one person, or we get to vote for that one person along with an audience situation. I don't know why Amazon, I mean, I know why Amazon stopped doing like the pilot and then we vote for it in the series. I understand. It's just too expensive to do a pilot. Just do the series. Doing a pilot anymore is so expensive. If you like it, do the series. Or listen, all these streaming services, they need content. If you're going to shoot 70 pilots and only green light 10 of them, you just wasted so much money. Just green light 20 series, put some of them on network, the rest of them on streaming. And make them, make them gritty and low budget. It keeps people working, at least. You can get a lot of actors and actresses, because guess what? Maybe one of those pops off, and maybe you get them nominated. Because guess what? The landscape is so vast now that you can watch all of these across all these kind of situations. But in order for us to... Uh, Josh's blood pressure is through the roof right now. It's not through the roof right now. I'm just, I think, like, let's think outside the box. That's why we have streaming services, because guess what? They let the creators do what they want. Let let somebody come in with a pitch for the Emmys that isn't just, uh, you, get the, you get the people that win the awards, and they go up there, and they thank a bunch of people that we don't know. We don't know Max, Mark, Tim, Eric, Beth, Sarah, Rich, and somebody. We don't know them. They got their names set out. We'll never remember them again. You know what we will remember? Some badass speech that they're competing for. That maybe those people that helped them on the show, the thanks, like, oh, thanks, HBO. We already know it was on HBO. We already knew that. It says it on the screen. We already knew it. You get those people that helped them on the show. Zach, Mark, uh, Terry, Sarah, Beth, uh, aristocrat. I don't know. Did I just name somebody aristocrat? I ran out of names. <laughs> dick Tips. Lisa Mellinson says, oh, there you are, Josh. Yeah, get Dick Tips and get them involved in writing your speech because now guess what? If you win best speech, then you go up there at the end and be like, whoever helped me write this speech, Beth, Dave, Eric, Aristocrat, you get a shout out. Don't they do another speech after, like behind? Yeah, but nobody watches. I've been to those before. I've been to the after award speeches where a bunch of press are in the room and they either ask really terrible questions or they're like, what's it feel like to win the award? What's it feel like? It feels awesome. It's like the sideline interviews. Coach, how'd the first half go? We blow. We'll be back in the second half. Hey, coach, how'd you think about Ben's performance in the first half? He stunk. Everybody knows he stunk. We're watching the game. We don't need that. Jennifer Casey, dick tips. Boom. Hit that like button. This is my rant. I'm sorry. This is I, I was so... Last night, a man's like, why do you care about this so much? Because I want stuff to be better. I want people to watch network TV. I do. 
Because there's good shows on network TV. There's a lot of bad shows, but there's a lot of good shows. There's enough TV around for everybody. I mean, there's a show out there now that they're promoting called The FBI's with a S. Is it the plural of it? Or is there like FBI special that they don't tell us? I mean, hell, that show Manifest was big on NBC. NBC cancels it. People on Netflix are like, no, 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 no. We're bringing it back. Netflix is like, sure, we'll do it. Do you know why? Because fan support matters. And who wants to watch the Emmys if they didn't get a vote? Who wants to watch the Oscars if they didn't get a vote? Because half the Oscar movies, guess what, Ikaika? Half the Oscar movies, nobody had seen. Nobody's seen them. Because I don't want to watch a man and a woman live in a hole and act with each other for two and a half hours. And like, the movie was weird, but their performances were amazing. That's not a thing. If the movie's good, the performances are good. It's, it, that can't be a thing anymore where the movie's terrible, but Glenn Close was amazing. That's not a thing. Nobody saw it. But if you gave fans the opportunity to vote for the awards, then they're invested in it. Let the fans vote for the Hall of Fame awards. You nominate it. You professional baseball writers, you nominate it. Fans should vote. The All-Star Game, the fans already vote. And guess what? The fans voted, and they watch them. They watch them. Kaika Shively, the Hawaiian Hunk, Prince of the Islands. This is 9.55. Jeez. What do you got? Oh, nothing. I, my oh. head just hit the <laughs> microphone. Thank you all for being here. I apologize. <laughs> Kingsport Cal says, this is why Josh needs a guest with a winky face. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm a guest. Jim, Jim, you are a guest. You're my guest every Monday. I tried to get a guest for today. I tried. I was trying to get Kate Mulligan. She's getting a colonoscopy. Good to see you, Kate. We were talking about poop a lot yesterday. Uh, she'll be back. Kate will be back. Um, Jen McMahon. Thanks, Jen. Good to see you. I don't know if you're related to Steve McMahon. Great quarterback. Or Jim. Or sorry, it's not Steve McMahon. There's Steve McMahon, I think, with the high school. Jim McMahon, the quarterback. Uh, last Oscar movies that were good was like 1997, 1998. There's always one that pops in there. Did Endgame get nominated for the Best Picture? No, no, they won it. It got Golden Globe, I think. Yeah, but again, Black Panther got nominated. Let me tell you. Let me tell you guys this. Okay, the Oscar ratings have been slowly deteriorating because guess what? Pop culture and the movies that we love, we're, we don't we you nominate the movies that people see. They need to put choreography, like fight choreography. Yes. Category. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. Unsung heroes, stuntmen. Ang Van Dorn says, I'll come in. Josh, talk about Stroop waffles. Yeah, they're oh, amazing. They're so good. Um, Did that. Lisa Mellinson says, I'm more of a music awards than any TV or movies. Yeah, because guess what? At movie awards, they play the friggin' music and they have sick performances. Sick. Jen Maddle. Says, unfortunately, your ideas is why we have these award shows now. People's Choice, MTV, Critics' Choice, Emmys. People are there for the fashion anyway. Have a good day. Uh, thanks, Jen. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. But guess what? To the actors and actresses, writers, directors, producers, everything, the Emmys is the top of the heap. It's how you get work in this town. It's not an MTV award doesn't really get you work. People's Choice, great. I mean, if you're getting nominated for these things, you're already working, and it's an amazing thing. But the Emmys, right, is how you get funding for things. It's how you get more seasons. It's like, oh, you got some Emmys? Awesome, we'll give you a second season. Now, a lot of times, that doesn't happen, but it's very important. 
I'm not trying to cheapen the Emmys. I'm trying to make the actual broadcast more watchable and to get people more invested in them. That's all. Even the people there were complaining how long it was. Yeah. Which I wouldn't complain if I was there. I uh, You, you don't be, know. I'd be happy if I was there. I know. I, no, totally. It's not 100%. like it's a graduation ceremony. At least there's no. some funny stuff going on. Yeah. But there needs to be more. And let's get weird. Let's go big. Let's just, just make an open bar. Yeah. Let's do more stuff where Kanye West comes on stage and talks to Taylor Swift. Let's do that. Let's get the Handmaid's Tale booing. I don't know. <laughs> Cammy Egan, I couldn't care less about the Emmys because it's football season and the Bears pulled off a win yesterday. Congrats to the Bears. Again, yeah, the fact that the Emmys isn't during an actual award season because award season here in Hollywood is like February through March, the SAG Awards and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you, Malignant, <laughs> King Sports Cast says, Malignant has an awesome stunt coordinator, coordinated sequence in it, won't be nominated for anything. Stunts should be nominated. I agree. They really, really should. What I, what I'm, and I will end with this, okay? And because the people that won the award yesterday, congratulations. You are on amazing shows. You deserve all of your wins, everything. Except, for, again, I'm, and I'm not trying to poke fun at Hamilton because everybody knows that I'm not a big musical fan, whatever. I, I appreciate the art form. It is very hard. It's just not for my brain. Um, the uh, <laughs> Brian Jackson this morning says my vote is for Anka, and then Anka very suddenly says thanks, Brian. Um, Caleb Clements give Conan O'Brien an Emmy. Sure, get yes, yes. To, like I said, to win Emmys, it helps you. It really helps you get your shows to where they need to be because it matters, and that's why I'm saying yada yada yada. Anyway. Thank you all for watching the Positivity Report. We're here every single day. Hit that Futility Kickstarter. We're, we're, we got 40 some more days. What's it, what's it say on there, Gaga? Uh, How many more days we got? 39 more days to go. Yes. We're back down to 11,992. Did somebody like mess with us? Oh, no. Sorry. We're at 12,200. I just needed to refresh my screen. Whoops, a daisy. All right. Let's do some videos that make me smile and we can get out of here. You might have saw this first one, but I'm going to play for you who haven't seen it. Is it the guy doing the backflip where he's walking on the air? No. Oh. This was for a Golden Eye premiere, and they were interviewing people. Like, who's at the end of it? Twenty-six years ago. A little bit of the make of the old Bond films, and yet does it with class. Golden Eye. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan was really good. Although he's quite old, I thought, yeah, he's quite good looking. I think that he's not as hammed up as Roger Moore, and I think he's really got what it takes. He's sexy. He's cool. He's fit. He's just brilliant. Be the last one. On the he's really he's, he's, what? He's got all the charm, he's got all the looks, and you know what I mean? And he's fit, he's strong, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's just all right, he's all right. Idris Elba? <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Who is in the running for I Jamie know. Bond. See, guys, let me, and I want to hit on this before we go to the next video, and you can go to my full screen real quick. Okay, good. We can, we can chop this out for the day. Okay? Is, I know I was like, I, I, the Emmys was fun and all that kind of stuff, but... There, just like Idris Elba in this video teaches you, is chase that dream, man. Uh, Brett, um, sorry, Nathan Hunt, who plays Coach Beard, right? He and Jason Sudeikis were trying to get Ted Lasso off the ground forever, and now it is, it is an amazing, amazing show. They never gave up on that. Brett Goldstein told the story, I believe it was on Conan, maybe, where he was in the writing staff, 
And he didn't realize until like maybe the fourth or fifth episode that he was writing Roy Kent for himself. It like started to dawn on him that he was writing Roy Kent for himself. So he shot some stuff and he shot scenes where he plays Roy Kent and he sent it to everybody at Ted Lasso in the writer's room and the producers and everything. And he said, listen, I think that I'm Roy Kent. If I'm not, delete this and we'll never talk about it again. But I think that I'm Roy Kent. And now he's Roy Kent. And he's got an Emmy. Okay? Hannah Waddington, like she said at the end of her speech, musical theater all the time. She finally got the recognition. These awards matter. They do to the people that do them. If you work in an industry where you get nominated for an award or you get an award, it's really, really cool to win stuff. It is cool to get nominated. It's cool to get recognized. It's cool to get recognized for the things that you do, for the hard work that you put in whether it's press, an award, a, a handshake, a attaboy from your dad or your mom or your friends. Like, wow, dude, I really love what you do. I did. It matters. Chasing that dream matters because you never know if you're going to get nominated or recognized for something. Work hard. Do it. Freaking look at Idris Elba. He was interviewed after a movie. He wanted to be an actor. He, he was chasing it. He said that Pierce Brosnan would fit, and now he's up for James Bond. Follow it. Chase it, man. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. Because they, they kept telling everybody. My friend uh, was in the acting class with Brendan Hunt, Coach Beard. Said he lived in like the tiniest, weirdest apartment in Los Feliz. She went over there to run lines with them. They were in the same acting class. They've been talking about the Sudeikis thing. Now he's walking on stage with the show after they won Best Comedy Series that he helped create in a tux with a top hat. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Whether you're a musician and you love music awards or anything like this, that's why more people, I would like more people to watch the Emmys to recognize these shows and get a chance to vote on them because they love these shows. Because it is part of our culture, part of winning. It's all of it. Michael Keltzer says, need a GPA raffle. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, let's do some more videos of making smile. I think him. I right, watch this little kid. They're like trying to help him. He's this is amazing. Right. Uh, the coach is like, all right, just hit the tee ball. You swing it and hit it. And this kid is so little. Look at him. He's adorable. This is going to be rosy. He hits it. Okay. Now, all he takes off running. All these kids go to dive on the ball. Watch him. He's just like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He just wants to hang out with his buddies. Like, you got to run. Come on, that is really funny. Yeah. So good. All right, what's next? Watch this. <laughs> now, I don't know if that was planned. Because look at that guy's yeah. reaction. <laughs> it was scary at first. It reminded me of, like, Hannibal. God, I love that. Oh, it's so good. All right, what's next? Like, how is this little girl sleeping like this? How is she holding on and sleeping? Look, she's exhausted. It's, oh, she's got her one little leg down there. I don't I don't understand this, but this is so freaking cute. <laughs> you think she's acting? I don't know. It's adorable, though. I don't know. Oh, man. All right, no, you can tell by the breathing. She's actually sleeping. Yeah. What's next? We got one more? Two more. Yes. One after this. Look at that. First of all, we have that little bouncy thing, which is amazing. Look at her. She's so excited to listen to the clarinet. It's almost like a what do I do face. I know. It's like, Rosie uh, has that. Like, are you good? Uh, she's like, I like this, I think. It's so cute. Rosie does give me that face sometimes. Like, is she wearing a Steeler jersey? 
Pause, pause it real time. quick. So cute, and pause it right now. Oh. No, it's so. uh, Australia. Okay. All right, we got one more? Yep. You've probably seen this, but it's too funny. I left on my own. Golly. <laughs> I didn't do it. They didn't want me. Like that ex-girlfriend, shoot. I got to go. <laughs> I got to rebound. It was the Lions. They picked me up. You know what I mean? Now they feeding me good, taking me to dinners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Another man's treasure, another man's treasure. Y'all act like I left on my own. Golly. I didn't do it. They didn't want me. Like that ex-girlfriend. So shoot, good. I gotta go. Exactly. I gotta so true. Down. It was the lions. They picked me up. You know Boom. What I mean? Now they feeding me good, taking me to dinners. <laughs> you know what I mean? Taking me another to dinners. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Taking me to dinners. So good. Uh, thank you all for joining us here in the Positivity Report. Thanks for listening to me uh, yell about the Emmys. Um, it was fun. <laughs> Jennifer Casey, good try, Josh. Uh, you guys are great. I love all of you. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Natasha will be here. Uh, hit that Kickstarter. Link's in here. Um, if you disagree with me, I would like to hear your comments and or ideas about how we can do this together as a family and friends to make the Emmys more fun for the viewer. Because it was fun, but it could have been better. It doesn't have to be that long. We could, it could be this awesome ticking clock of competition. It really could. I mean, we're already in competition TV. Might as well, like, make it fun. Like, do some stuff. I don't know. Take, anyway. Take the commercials out. Sure. Just have, you know what you should do? Is have the, uh, each person that win walk up there with, like, a sponsor card. Be like, my speech is brought to you by Alka-Seltzer. Chop, chop, fizz, fizz. Toss it. It's a QR That's code. hilarious. It's a QR code. Do it. Hilarious. Let's do it. What if they find people if they go over like each five seconds? They get fined and it goes to like charity. Yeah. Put again, make it a competition. Do something fun. Make people invested. That's how you get them. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Remember, every single day, choose positivity. It's an act of choice. Call somebody, text them, tell them you love them. It matters. It's way easier to love than hate. Find the good. See you tomorrow. <laughs>